today. Uh, don't trust the media. Don't trust the media. And more, don't trust the media. You will not believe the headlines of the day. And it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and White Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by my friend, America's favorite cowboy and future governor of Texas, Chad Prather, also yeah. host of the Chad Prather Show. Scandalous. Yes, yes. So I like, like being scandalous. Do you? Yeah, sure, why not? You kind of thrive on it. Well, it's better than being boring. Well, you know what? You're not wrong there. Uh, also joined by uh, my friend James, how, how do I say it really, really? Klug. But I feel like you got to do a little... You can, you can throw anything in there, but I think it's German. So it's German. I see nothing. I see nothing. He is a YouTube host. He, you know what? I got to tell you guys something about James. He is one of the only people who has really, really amazing coverage of what is going on at the border. You know why? Because he's one of the only people who is actually there. Yep. Actually mm -hmm. there. The mainstream media will not cover what is actually going on. James is one of the few who has been there, uh, along with a lot of other, you know, uh, situations that have happened in this country that our friend Elijah Schaefer, uh, you know, who's on Slightly Offensive, he and you, and it's just a handful of you guys that go sure. around actually documenting, oh, I don't know, truth. The, the stuff that the legacy media runs away from because it's politically inconvenient to report on, yeah. we run in there. It's, mm -hmm. It is truly amazing. Um, all right, and, and you know what? Before we finish the show, I do want to try to talk to you, if we have time, about uh, the border and what's going on at the border, because I know it's it's just been incredible what you've been able to, yeah, what you've been able to uncover. Okay, so, um, don't trust the media, I said. I feel like today's headlines are just exclusively just... Um, hey, this is what the media is telling you. Uh, by the way, they're working in conjunction with the left to push a narrative. Oh, and also, by the way, none of it is real. None of what you see is real. Uh, let's start with what CBS did with Ron DeSantis, who I think you guys could agree is a front runner for 2024 100%. if he chooses to. 100%. Yeah, he is, I mean. Uh, Him, me, whichever. <laughs> and, and also, I mean, you know. You'll, you'll start to notal, notal, notal. You'll start to notice he's going to be in the crosshairs of the media a lot more mm -hmm. because they know that. Yep. They know that. Yep, yeah. and they want to start pushing the narrative. Ron yep. DeSantis is awful. Ron mm -hmm. DeSantis is corrupt. Yep. Uh, and so on and so forth. So 60 Minutes Decept I mean, I mean, deceptively edited uh, an exchange that one of their reporters <coughs> had with Governor DeSantis uh, two weeks ago about the way that Florida rolled out its vaccination program. Now, uh, <coughs> they were basically accusing him of a pay to play scheme where they said um, people uh, uh, donated money to his campaign, Publix, the grocery store chain in Florida, which, by the way, very overrated, I feel. Have you guys been to Publix? I, yeah. I just heard about that. Really? Yeah. No, I no very overrated. Rated. I, I, I hear everyone loves them. Are you okay? Do you have COVID? I'm apparently dying. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I grew up in Georgia. We had Publix. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah, am I I've wrong never, that it's overrated? It. I, I mean, it's a everyone's like store. Publix. Oh my God! There's some sandwiches. Is it high end? Or something? No, it's is so it? It's, I mean, it seems average to me, but everyone talks about their sub sandwiches, like it's a. Huge it's no deal. H E B in Texas. Let me put it that way. Thank I mean, you. I mean, yeah. Sub Thank sandwich you. sounds fantastic. Finally, but, uh, someone I've never said tried it. it there. Uh, but so they accused uh, Ron DeSantis and Publix of engaging in this pay-to-play scheme. So they said that Publix donated money to the DeSantis campaign in exchange for him awarding them a contract uh, to. 
host the vaccination to have all of the vaccinations at their sites. Uh, they went through this whole big, oh, this is what happened. He gave them the contract and they gave them uh, pay. And so without boring you with a whole bunch, I mean, if you wanted to watch 60 Minutes, you'd be watching 60 Minutes, right? So I won't show you too much of 60 Minutes, but let me just show you, because guys, I want your take on this. Let's just show the 60 Minutes exchange that actually aired on the show uh, with the reporter and DeSantis and show that exchange. And then I'm going to show for you after that um, the actual full response from Ron DeSantis. So here is first the 60 Minutes clip that actually aired. Watch. We wanted to ask Governor DeSantis about the deal, but he declined our request for an interview. We caught up with him south of Orlando. Publix, as you know, donated $100,000 to your campaign, and then you rewarded them with the exclusive rights to distribute the vaccination in So Palm first Beach. of all, that, what you're saying is wrong. How, how is that not pay to that, play? That's a fake narrative. I met with the county mayor, I met with the administrator, I met with all the folks at Palm Beach County, and I said, Here's some of the options. We can do more drive-through sites. We can give more to hospitals. We can do the publics. And they said, we think that would be the easiest thing for our residents. But Melissa McKinley, the county commissioner in the Glades, told us the governor never met with her about the public's deal. The criticism is that it's pay to play, and It's governor. wrong, it's wrong, it's a fake narrative. I just disabused you of the narrative and you don't care about the facts because obviously I laid it out for you in a way that is irrefutable. Well, I, I and so it's clearly not. Isn't there the nearest no, public? No, 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 you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Yes, That's sir. That's actually a fact. Okay, so very obviously <coughs> he looks like he is, you know, uh, shutting her down without really giving a huge response. Looks very combative, mm. right? I mean... Well, I mean, from my perspective, actually watching that because I edit videos and stuff yeah. like that, them kind of winding out his voice <laughs> while yeah. yep. they enter their narrator in to tell you like what the more important part is instead of letting him explain it they, they screwed up by putting that one last part in there where he yeah. says oh i just explained to you all this uh -huh. they actually screwed up right there because then people are wondering well, what did he say yeah they're like did he really i didn't hear him say that <laughs> so sure. disab i just disabused you of that notion right right uh so you know it sounded a little combative i would argue they're trying to make him sound a lot like president trump yeah uh, yeah just uh no not nothing happened you're, you're wrong, wrong. you're wrong exactly. let's get over it no yeah. i'm not calling on you anymore move on uh so here is because of course we have it here is the footage of uh ron DeSantis. Full response to that question. A little bit more context to notice. Watch. <laughs> you know, donated $100,000 to your campaign, and then you rewarded them with the exclusive rights to uh, So first of all, that, what you're saying is wrong. That's, that, that's a fake narrative. So first of all, when we did the, the first pharmacies that had it were CVS and Walgreens, and they had a long-term care mission. So they were going to the long-term care facilities. They got vaccine in the middle of December. They started going to the long-term care facilities the third week of December to do LTCs. So that was their mission. That was very important, and we trusted them to do that. As we got into January, we wanted to expand the distribution points. So yes, you had the counties, you had some drive-through sites, you had hospitals that were doing a lot, but we wanted to get it into communities more. So we reached out to other retail pharmacies, Publix, Walmart. Obviously, CVS and Walgreens had to finish that mission. And we said, we're gonna, we're gonna use you as soon as you're done with that. For the Publix, 
They were the first one to raise their hand, say they were ready to go. And you know what? We did it on a trial basis. I had three counties. I actually showed up that weekend and talked to seniors across four different publics. How was the experience? Is this good? Should you think this is a way to go? And it was 100% positive, so we expanded it, and then folks liked it. And I can tell you, if you look at a place like Palm Beach County, they were kind of struggling at first in terms of the senior numbers. I went, I met with the county mayor, I met with the administrator, I met with all the folks at Palm Beach County, and I said, here's some of the options. We can do more drive-through sites, we can give more to hospitals, we can do the publics, we can do this. They calculated that 90% of their seniors live within a mile and a half of a Publix. And they said, we think that would be the easiest thing for our residents. So we did that, and what ended up happening was, you had 65 Publix in Palm Beach, Palm Beach is one of the biggest counties, one of the most elderly counties. We've done almost 75% of the seniors in Palm Beach. And the reason is because you had the strong retail footprint. So our uh, way has been multifaceted. It has worked. And we're also now very much expanding CVS and Walgreens now that they've completed the long-term care mission. Yes. And it's wrong. It's wrong. It's a fake narrative. I just disabused you of the narrative. And you don't care about the fact. Interesting. Uh, a little more context there, and just and just to throw this yeah, just, just a, a little, little bit. bit, and just to throw this into into the conversation, uh, the Democrat mayor of Palm Beach County, Democrat mayor, did you guys hear that? Uh, says that 60 Minutes reporting was not just based on bad information; it was intentionally false. He apparently offered to refute 60 Minutes uh, conspiracy theory, basically based on his own personal knowledge, and 60 Minutes declined. <clears throat> yeah. Never so. trust the media. Well, this, this is actually becoming <laughs> such a big problem. Like, I, I have a lot of people that reach out to me personally that are like, James, I want to, I want to learn about this. All that's popping up when I when I search it is like New York Times, and I know that they're just they're just garbage. Mm -hmm. Like, or, or these these outlets. Like, I, I know that they're just going to have a very twisted kind of interpretation of what's going on right here. This isn't something that's rare at all. It's happening every single day, yeah. and. I mean, 100% this is intentional. 100% this is this is absolutely on purpose. And the biggest problem is, let's say they, they apologize for it. Let's say they get caught for it, whatever. We all know that the overwhelming majority of people will see that clip and they will never see the follow-up yep. or the apology. Yep. Um, yep. And there's no accountability, right? This has become an entertainment industry. If it bleeds, it leads. So they have to make it as dramatic as possible. They don't have Trump to pick on anymore, although that hasn't stopped them from trying. So now they have to create a whole new Trump. Mm -hmm. And so anybody that is uh, pretty plain spoken like a Ron DeSantis, they're going to even when I watched that clip from 60 Minutes, I thought, man, he kind of looks like Trump right there. Even the yeah, angle his, they were shooting and his, and his hand yeah. motions. His I mean, you know, Publix, it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, the whole thing, it was just kind of like it's very Trump, Trump desk yeah. right there. Yeah. Uh, but they were shooting it that way. They mm -hmm. were cutting sure. it that way. There's no question about I, it. I do think that's one good thing that a lot of politicians actually did adopt, though, from Donald Trump was we're not going to put up with the yeah. activist media anymore. You right. guys are asking an absurd. You guys are you guys are insinuating something that's just absolutely insane. There you had Ron DeSantis completely destroy her, and she kept trying to push it even after he explained yeah. she it. She didn't care, and he's just calling her out. And I think a lot of Americans actually like that. That's what they liked about Trump, and I think a lot right. of uh, politicians, you have like Ted Cruz, like people adopted this sort of uh, kind of not being afraid. Mm -hmm. Politicians adopted not being not being afraid to 
call out the media. And yeah. I think that's great. Well, so I guess what is the answer? Is it just... That's we my have, question we, right Yeah, there. we have social media and therefore somehow we will get the word out far yeah. enough that it needs to go because f the reporter in me, yeah. right, wants to go, mm, there is the First Amendment. Like, they can say whatever they want. It's hard to touch that. But the other part of me is like, you know what? President Trump was correct when he called the mainstream media the enemy of the people. How do we fix it without infringing on anyone's rights? So it, even in the seminal stages of me running for governor, and people think it's a joke. It's not a gimmick. Not a We're joke. actually doing this thing. The smear campaigns that are already happening that are coming out, if people see it in some mainstream form, they think automatically it's got to be the truth, yeah. right? They Which is usually on, the opposite. If they see it on social media, well, there's something questionable. But if it was vetted by the news media, whether it was a news channel or a newspaper or whatever it may have been, then it's got to be true because certainly they vetted. They would never smear somebody without finding out the facts, right? Mm -hmm. No, she kept talking, to your point, James, she kept talking because they needed those sound bites yep. for the edit. That's exactly mm -hmm. that. That's why it doesn't, the context didn't matter. The, the commentary in the middle didn't matter. They needed the pushback so they could edit the sound bites later on. Yeah. And there's no accountability there. I, 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 think, I think when it comes to like, hey, what can we do? And a lot of Americans see this, they say, what can we do? Like, how do we right. combat this? Well, one, Sarah, obviously both you guys with your shows and everything, you guys are combating it. However, there is no quick fix because what's been done here has been something that's been done over decades. Yeah. yeah. Over decades, we have allowed leftists to, or, or just maybe just psychos, to <laughs> hop in media. Some might argue it, they're one and the same. It, yeah. It, to, to dominate the, the sector. The whole, the overwhelming majority of the mainstream media, obviously, is far left ran and we all we all know this this is no secret at all the the the, the counterculture the small group is going to be the conservative journalists mm -hmm. conservative reporters conservative shows or at least conservative leaning um but i i think i think the long-term fix to this is encouraging people hey if you're if you want to get into journalism or you want to get into entertainment or anything like that you want to start a show and you're you're not even just conservative but like just not crazy just just like center i'm totally cool with that that's fine <laughs> yeah. that's great uh, encouraging those people to get involved as well, because this is a battle that that we have to get more people in. We have mm. to get more people becoming reporters, journalists, whatever it may be, to yeah. counter this. Because right now, they're over ninety percent. It was it was true. I, you know, I went to the University of Georgia to major in broadcast journalism. Great school of communication there, uh, and I learned really, really fast. Even in, even then, in the early nineteen nineties, that it was inundated with leftist views with the ways of how do you um, change a story to fit a narrative. And it was disgusting even then. Now we know it's true. Yeah. We just keep sweeping it under now the it's Now it's off the rails. Yes, it's, it's for, it, and again, they can continue to go further because there's no accountability. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you do to it? Yeah. I mean, what do you do to this? That's why, that's why, and I will, a cheap plug here, but I believe that's why independent broadcasting like Blaze Media, you need to subscribe to Blaze TV if you haven't done so. Because this is where, like, look at me. I'm a white cisgender dude that, you know. Very white. Very white. I, I, we had a cowboy hat on and a wrinkled shirt. I mean, I'm just sitting here telling you my opinion. I, I mean, I come with zero authority. I'm just, you know, I'm just that blabbermouth that everybody hates, you know. Hates. And, and sometimes my dog is here and he barks. You know, that's just, the, I just we're just real people. 
telling you a real person's perspective on what's going on. Yeah. It's not some polished, fully edited. That's the beauty of this. This isn't an edited show. No, sometimes we, I wish it was. Sometimes I wish it was. <laughs> this isn't an edited show. It shoots in real time, right? Yeah, yeah, so we're not just sure. changing, like, oh, I said that wrong. Let me go back and let's fix this, and now we'll do it in post. There's none of that going on here. We're talking about the news. We're talking about why it matters. That's why we got a band together, because I'm telling you, if they had their way, if the CBSs, the ABCs, the MSNBCs, all these people, if they had their way, we would be obliterated. Absolutely. We'd be non-existent. Yeah, well, I mean, they're doing their best working with big tech to make sure uh, to try to do that. But, uh, you know, as Chad said, that's why subscribing to Blaze TV is so important. All right, we've got more to come, including, Chad, you mentioned Georgia is where you're from. So Mm. let's talk about that after the break, what's going on in Georgia Mm -hmm. with all of, I mean, Jim Crow 2.0. I'm pissed off. Literally absurd yeah. that is insane to i know pair i know yeah. i know so we so you know what let's let's take a quick break and and let's talk about that first we want to thank our sponsor candid so maybe you're like me and uh maybe as an adult you your teeth you found you spent like a lot of money on your teeth uh a long time ago when you were younger or maybe your parents did and to get you this nice pretty straight smile and then you stopped wearing your retainer because you were like I'm 19 years old. I don't need to wear a retainer. I'm cool and I'm in college. I'm not going to wear that. And then your teeth shifted and you were like, oh, crap. Now my teeth are crooked again. That is where Candid is going to come in. It has worked for me. It can work for you. It is a clear, comfortable, removable, practically invisible aligner to help straighten your teeth. And by the way, you can do it all from home. All right, so Candid sends you the impressions. You take the impressions. You send it back to them. Uh, Everything is monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who is an expert in tooth movement. And they are going to send you back all of these aligners step by step by step in the order that you need to wear them. So you're going to get all the same quality of care that you could get from an in-office orthodontist from the comfort and convenience of your own home. But... They're going to give it to you at way, way, way less money. It costs way less than braces, and it's way cooler because people can't see them, and they're not going to call you brace face. Okay? I'm just saying. So if you need straighter teeth this year, you got to go to Candid. They're going to save you money. They're going to save you time as well. We know your time is valuable. you got to start straightening your teeth today. You can save $75 on Candid's starter kit if you go to candidco.com slash Y. Use promo code Y for that $75 off Right now, it is CandidCO.com slash Y, promo code Y, CandidCO.com slash Y. Back in a minute. So we brought you on Friday. We talked about the uh, Joe Biden who was, I mean, I guess he was just asked a question that he was answering. And I guess we should just be thankful that he was able to form a cohesive sentence. But... Joe Biden kind of putting pressure on uh, MLB to pull their all-star game out of Georgia because, as we know, Georgia just uh, just enacted this horrible, horrible law. Um, they don't allow black people to vote anymore. <laughs> they rolled back. Oh, is that not? Stacey Abrams got her way. Is if, that not if, what happened? If, if you're watching the mainstream media, that's probably what you're getting out of yeah, it. It really is yeah. because I'm, I'm watching the reaction on Twitter and there are actually people who are saying this. It's discriminatory. It's Jim Crow 2.0. They're hearing these talking points. Let me just piggyback on on what the President of the United States said. Now, keep in mind, for for me personally, I, I don't really mind after Trump, it's like rhetoric. If the, if the if the policy's good or whatever, you say something stupid every once in a while. That's fine. Uh, you compare something that's not racist at all to Jim Crow, and we might have a problem here. Right. Yeah, 
big deal, Chad. You know what would be cool with a $1.9 trillion uh, stimulus package is if everyone in America got a federal ID. <laughs> just issue it to them. You get an ID. You just show up, get your picture made with your information, that. and you've got an ID whoa, whoa, for whoa, whoa, free. Whoa. If, but if you... but. Minorities don't know where to go. They to don't show know where to go. Picture, they don't know. They don't know how to smile. No, they, they don't. They, like they turn their backs to the camera because they're just that stupid. Yeah. Right? I mean that's that's, that's how dumb the logic is, right? It is. I mean you just. I mean you've done man on the street interviews with plenty of folks. You've talked to to, to people in black communities, and you said, "Do you have an ID?" And they're like. Yeah, why wouldn't I? <laughs> yeah, why would I not have an idea? Are you racist? Do you think I, I can't get that? Well, yeah, it sounds like some many people think that they right. can't get IDs. It's it's actually, it, it, I don't know. It's like it. This is this is a group of people. This whole woke like argument saying that they can't get these IDs. They are actually being the most insulting, the most racist people that exists in the United States right now, mm-hmm. and they don't even know it. Like, yeah, like they don't they don't even know it. Yeah. They don't even know that they're being the, the racism, the, most the racist. inherent racism in all of that. And not to mention the fact you're going to pull the major league. You're going to pull the all star game out mm-hmm. of Atlanta because of this. Right. Right. You're going to take one hundred million dollars away from a community from a from a baseball game who voted for Biden. Right. They, a community that voted for Biden. Right. A, a district. Mm-hmm. You, you, do you know who works at the ballpark? A lot uh, of minorities mm-hmm, work at the mm-hmm. ballpark. So you're going to take that money out of their pocket. You know whose businesses are around that ballpark? A lot of minority-owned and run businesses. Mm-hmm. You're taking that away. So $100 million you're going to take out of that community where people are going to stay, where people are going to eat, where they're going to dine, where they're going to drink, they're going to have a good time, they're going to go out. But no, let's take it all away. Because as you've stated to me in conversation, it's one thing to virtue signal and say all these things, but you don't, you don't see the ramifications behind the thing. You regurgitate the talking points. Yeah. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. But you don't see the ramifications of what you've just done. Yeah. Well, yeah. you you sound you sound like you're almost sympathizing with people, although it doesn't make sense. But you sound like you you, you care in a, in a way. Yeah. Well, in, in this case, we had woke policy that just destroyed local businesses, destroyed local jobs, all that stuff, all in the name of the appearance yeah. of being mm-hmm. woke. That's right. quite literally it. Yeah, Governor Brian Kemp uh, issued a statement saying Georgians and all Americans should fully understand what the MLB's knee-jerk decision means. Cancel culture and woke political activists are coming for every aspect of your life, sports included. This attack on our state is the direct result of repeated lies from Joe Biden and Stacey Abrams about a bill that expands access to the ballot box and ensures the integrity of our collection of our elections. I will not back down. Georgians will not be bullied. We will continue to stand up for secure accessible, fair elections. Look at the extent of like crazy rhetoric that they're willing to go to to yeah. counter a more secure election process. Right. It doesn't it make it's you like, wonder why do you guys not want yeah. this? Why, why do you hate it? You yeah. don't you don't need to be on the right to, to look at this and say what do you guys got against secure elections again? Right. Like, like, what's what's going yeah. on here? We can't and, even agree on that. And I will give credit where credit is due. My opponent in the gubernatorial primary process here uh, for the election in 2022 here yes. in Texas, he did come out, Greg Abbott, Governor Greg Abbott, did come out with a statement to the head of the Texas Rangers because typically he throws out the first pitch on opening day. Mm-hmm. Seen him do it numerous times. Last year he did it virtually because, you know, COVID, and the state was shut down. Did he really? Yeah. Wait, how do you throw? 
and he, he, they, they, he stands on the, he sits on the Capitol steps there and he throws the ball and then um, it like goes to it's like it's else. a video and yeah. it pretends like it's going all over Texas and then it lands in the catcher's mitt. Oh, um, how cute, not cute yeah. at all. But he turned down. What he turned down. He said he will not support Major League Baseball in any way. Uh, because of this, and uh, kudos. I mean, you know, it's 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 a slam to the teams, but the teams and the players and the individual, you know, organizations didn't have anything to do with this decision. Right, right. This is the executives at the top. The executives who, by the way, just signed an extension with Chinese-owned company named Tencent to make sure that they are streamed uh, in China. This right. is the same company that banned basket the NBA in 2019 because of uh, Daryl Morey's comments about uh, the right. human rights violations and conditions that are going on in China. This is that same company who stopped streaming the NBA. We just, the Major League Baseball Association just signed another extension with China. I ought to tell you everything you should know about pro sports these days, really. It's well, a damn shame. It, it's, it's crazy because like they, like these, these major corporations in the United States these major corporations are the loudest about quite literal fake issues yeah. mm -hmm. here in the United States. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to what you're talking about, human rights violations in China, everything like that, I mean, this is this stuff's crazy egregious. Just abs just cricket, crickets. Yeah. Not even, yeah. Crickets. sometimes it's worse than crickets. Sometimes they come out and they'll say things like, well, I mean, you know, China has a right to do what they're going to do. They have their own government. Yeah, Who are we to be getting it? involved in China's business? Yeah, you know, we'll spend just, China's money, though. Right, yeah. right, yeah. It is pretty, pretty egregious stuff here. Uh, all right, we have got more to come after the break. First, we want to thank our thank our sponsor, Issue. Uh, so I'm sure that you guys know this, especially if you are on social media all the time. First impressions are everything; they really matter a lot. So if you are someone who you're looking to make an impact with your online content. You need Issue, okay? Issue is the easiest way to make your creative ideas. Uh, you can share them seamlessly everywhere you want them to be seen. It is an all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital content. They've got marketing materials, magazines, flipbooks, brochures, and more. You guys know PDFs are outdated, all right? Issue is going to make your content way better. It is going to seamlessly uh, work with tools you already use, Canva, Dropbox, InDesign, whatever you need it to work with. Make it once, distribute it everywhere you need to without reformatting. We know your time is valuable, all right? So use Issue and save time. Your content is already optimized for engagement, ready to share. It is going to help creators, marketers, designers, anyone who wants to make their content stand out. Now, you can start using Issue for free. They offer uh, a premium features that offer a more customized experience. But get started right now today for free. Uh, or if you sign up for a premium account, you will get 50% off. If you go to issuu.com slash podcast, use promo code NEWS. Uh, they spell it very hip, okay? So listen to what I'm saying. It is issuu.com slash podcast. Use promo code NEWS for 50% off of your premium account or for that free account to get you started, issue.com slash podcast, promo code news. Back in a minute. All right, we are talking about media. Oh my gosh, how they're, they're so badly uh, flipping the narrative, uh, inputting their own personal opinions, just basically trying to destroy the country is all. Uh, see, see what you guys think about this one. Jim Acosta, I know. If you guys have not taken your blood pressure medication today, make sure, go ahead and pause this broadcast and take that blood pressure medication because you're going to see not only Jim Acosta, but also potato head Brian Stelter <laughs> on in the same shot, 
okay, so you have been warned. Crazy the, narcissist networks. The estrogen-filled Brian Stelter here to give you the news. Uh, Jim Acosta was talking this weekend, and when he appeared on Brian Stelter's show, he talked about how, you know, Trump is just still messing with all of their heads as if that's not something we already knew. Watch. Hey, I'd love to hear from both of you how D.C. journalists are adjusting to the Biden era. Jim, this is your first weekend anchoring here on, on, on Saturday and Sunday afternoons. Do you feel like your rundown, your lineup is, is really different than it would have been in the Trump years? When you're asking me if I was run down, I thought you were referring to how I felt during the Trump era. Uh, no, I think that, you know, Summer listen, uh, we're, I think we're all dealing with some post-Trump stress disorder, uh, you know, other than that happy <laughs> Easter, as he was saying in those statements a few days ago. Um, listen, you know, as Annie was just saying a, a few moments ago, you know, there are questions about why aren't Republicans uh, getting on board with these Biden proposals. Uh, there were Republicans who were getting on board with overturning the election just a couple of months ago. And so we shouldn't have high expectations expectations for that. But in terms of stacking yeah. shows and what comes first and what comes second, you know, Brian, you and I both know this all too well. We did cover the news before Donald Trump came along and we did it pretty well. And, you know, there's going to be plenty of stuff in the news out there and it doesn't have to have uh, Donald Trump in the headlines uh, for us to continue to exist, especially when he's putting out these statements. You know, he, you know, when he was president, he was doing things that were beneath the office of the presidency. Now he's doing things beneath the office of the post presidency. Mm. He's not going to change, but we need to change with the times oh my god i can't deal with it i can't i can't i hate it when people say that but i freaking can't they're like well we need to be better and move on yeah, but you're sitting here dedicating a segment to talking about him and it's not just that segment it's all the time when you flip on cnn msnbc you go read their social media it's it's about trump anytime you bring up anything about joe biden they're like well yeah but trump and i'm like trump isn't president anymore when are you going to move on we have all moved on i think everyone at this table are we clear like trump is not president <laughs> we've moved on we're over it why can't the left get over it you, you got a human fight. life crisis going on at the southern border let's talk about yeah, that thank you please hunter biden tried to smoke parmesan cheese let's talk about that please uh they just took a hundred million dollars from from minorities in atlanta georgia by removing let's talk about that there's a lot of things that are out there but they can't hate trump they just can't hate trump right now they they pretend like there was this, there was a lot of this talk when uh joe biden won with oh the return to normalcy yeah. the return to normalcy it's like what what is what is normal about right now right. last right. last month we had 171,000 apprehensions at the southern border your guys' stance is yes, children should be taking uh, uh, hormone blockers and all that stuff, <laughs> be able to uh, basically, uh, you know, chop off parts of their yeah. body and make those decisions under the age of 18. Well, part of this stuff is normal. Yeah. I mean, the, the only reason why they have this sense of calmness is just because their team won. They're the activist media. That's, yeah. that's all it is. Yeah. Well, and I mean, <laughs> the, the more they can shift, I think, the word normal to mean just whatever they want it to mean. That, that's just There's better for their agenda. There's normal about what's happening right, right now. Right, but, but I feel yeah. like the, they think sure. the more You're that they totally repeat right. it, they keep repeating it and keep repeating it, people will be pre-programmed. And I think the sad part is there are a lot of people who will be reprogrammed There's to just say that. There's a lot who are, but I think the average person out there sees through the baloney. I think I yeah. hope they do, at least. Uh, the, the, which demonstrates how out of touch these folks are with the reality of the average American. Right. Uh, yeah. So, totally okay, in this, in this same vein that we're talking about, whatever the media covers, there's always a narrative there. Whatever the media doesn't cover, 
also may be something to look into. So Friday, we also brought you the breaking news at the time of our taping that there was, uh, the Capitol was on lockdown. Mm -hmm. Capitol Police had just been attacked by uh, a man in a car, came out with a knife. He was shot. Uh, we found out that he later died along with one of the officers. Um, and they apparently the more and more they got into the story, they realized that it was a man um, who f- identified himself as a follower of the Nation of Islam. And oh, just like that. Gone. I didn't see the story anymore. Nope. I mean, it, it just disappeared because I guess he, I mean... He wasn't a white man. I tweeted at the time. I said, well, we just found out the identity of the of the uh, guy that attacked. So that'll be about the last we hear of that. Of and, of course, people came at me and said, well, it's trending right now. It's leading on CNN. Yeah, right now because it's still happening. Right. Of course. And, and a Capitol police officer being killed is, of course, a national story. That is a national story. That's a huge deal. And um, I, I, you're, you're 100% right. If that was a white individual, that maybe if it was like a Trump supporter or something like that, this would be a discussion for maybe the next year. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, I, like, yeah. like it, it would, it would be, it would be talked about for a very long time, and yeah. it would also support their narrative, the, the, the mainstream media's narrative that it would be beneficial to continuously mm-hmm. bring it up, so you know exactly, you know every little detail, and you won't know every little detail. Because that wasn't the case. That's not what happened. I haven't heard. And this is an honest question. Maybe you have. But do you know if this officer's body is going to lie in state at the Capitol? I don't know. Because it happened after January 6th, right, with the officer that lost his life in that situation. But will, does that fit the narrative enough to, to now continue to expose this and put light on it? Will this officer's body lie in state the way uh, the others did? Um, that, that is going to be very telling of how this narrative is pushed. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it'll also be interesting, too, because, you know, as we know, he used a knife, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. can we have the conversation maybe about mental health and the best way to go about solving that problem in America? Um, because now they can't blame the gun, which they've been able to do in all of these previous, uh, you know, you've got the... the Unless you're Elon Omar. <laughs> Who comes uh, okay. out and tweets and says, well, if it had been an AR-15, it would have been a lot worse. Well, that's, that's the oh thing, too. They, they, people were tweeting out, like, people were mocking her because they were like, yeah. oh, the, you know, the possible modifications. Hopefully, we've all seen this. Hopefully, the viewers know what I'm talking about yes. here. Yeah. The possible modifications meme, and it was like, possible modifications. And it was like, imaginary AR-15. Because at this yeah. point, yeah. It's, if, it, if it's not fitting the narrative, right. they'll go ahead and add something in there Just that has this. nothing to do with the situation to help their narrative it's yeah. it's psychotic it's actually like pretty insane they're like okay so i have this um the little shape sorter for my for my baby and they're like the ones who are taking the circle and just trying to slam it into the square peg and they're like yeah. it's gonna fit it's gonna i'm gonna make it fit i don't <laughs> know sure. how yet but i'm gonna make it fit <laughs> that's like if i ended every tweet exactly i ever right. did kudos exactly to governor right. abbott for for standing up for you know the rights of texans and blah blah, blah. and i love sarah gonzalez like at the end of every tweet, I just say, "Oh, and I love Sarah Gonzalez." After a while, people would be like, "I think he's trying to make a point." Yeah. For sure. I mean, who can blame who you? For, does who it? can blame you for that point, though? All right. We catch a lot of crap over that, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's torrid. It's torrid. We could do a whole Chad, show just you on and that. the rest of the United States. Okay? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Stop. Okay. Keep going. All right. We got to go to break. We'll be right back. I don't know what America's sweetheart in Spanish is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
the article released earlier this week suggests that there is now a debate uh, as to whether Americans should continue to wear masks even after the COVID-19 mm. pandemic is over. I mean, I don't mean to toot my own horn. Well, yes, I do. <laughs> but we've been telling you guys this since the beginning, since all these stupid mask mandates. I know my friends sitting right here especially. Mm. We sat here and we told you guys, if you guys give them this inch, they will not let you take it back. And now we are having that conversation. They said, well, uh, other illnesses have dropped dramatically since mask wearing. So they cited flu and cold transmissions. And they said, maybe we should just wear these mandatory masking uh, after the pandemic ends. I mean, you know, screw the kids in schools. Screw yeah. the mental health crisis that they're going through because of all these, you know, this mask stuff and everything associated with the pandemic. Um, we, listen, we, James and I were sitting in my place last night. We were having a little drink. You know, we were just talking about all the world's issues. Oh, boy, here we go. And, just a little. We were talking about... This is how um, every bad story starts. We, we were talking about <laughs> this very thing. But we're talking about from the government perspective. You know, once the government starts regulating things and they get involved, they don't get uninvolved. Right, and for sure. So Never. this is a situation where now this, this thing has been so widely accepted, it's hard to undo. Now, you would think that more people would say... I don't want to wear a half face safe space. I don't want to keep muzzling myself. Mm -hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to wear an American burqa. I don't want to. I don't want to put that over my mouth. You would think that that'd be most people, but it's simply not. Well, yeah. you know what's interesting about this is um, even in this article, the medical professionals that they quoted, uh, they didn't even say that there was evidence that the drop in other communicable diseases has been attributed to masks. Mm -hmm. Um, it might be instead due to the fact that people are more diligent about maybe they're calling out of work now when they feel like they're sick, they're staying sure. away from other people, uh, that there could be other reasons for that. And this article, it tries to kind of, again, form that narrative that, well, there is an ongoing debate about this. Uh, along with another, there was a Yahoo's, Yahoo News article earlier this week that said, uh, or last week that said, should we keep wearing masks after the pandemic ends? And all of the experts that they quoted None of them said that. None of them said the, that. This, this is the thing that, like, for some reason, people aren't understanding. It's like, once you have vaccination, that's all you can do. Mm -hmm. After that, like, the virus isn't going anywhere. It's not like, oh, we wear masks for one more year. The yeah. virus will go somewhere. No, I mean, this is, that is as much as we can do. But what about the variants, James? The, the, the variants. The, yeah, the variants. And then, and then we get the a South bunch African of new variants, variant. and then we have to lock down for another 10 years. Uh, <laughs> we, we, I, I actually did a video um, and every once in a while, I'll do a fun video. Most of the videos are like kind of intense, but uh, <laughs> like when you're getting chased by a baseball bat. Yeah, for a sure, baseball bat. <laughs> for oh, sure. I yeah. missed that one. Yeah, no, yeah. North, one. North Philly. That's People in Philly don't exciting. mess around. <laughs> um, but but uh, as. Um, yeah, we did a funny video, and we were kind of trolling people t doing the masks, and we got people to sign a petition supporting three masks, mandatory, federal mandated, which isn't even possible, but federal mandated, like, triple masking, and I'm wearing a face shield while doing it, and they're like, yeah, sounds great. A lot of people would say, oh, well, we should wear masks for two more years, and I was like, oh, we were thinking three, and they're like, yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, God. none of these people think, okay, once you got the vaccination, Sandy. you're good, that's it, you have to return normalcy to use democrats uh, well there's a, yeah, there's right. a recent <laughs> poll that came out that said that the, the majority of americans say that even vaccinated they would not attend a ticketed event so no concerts no ball games nothing of that nature where there's crowds 
It, it's incredible. So even fully inf- fully vaccinated, it's they still won't do it. Uh, well, so I, I I hope my neighbors don't watch my show. I have neighbors Uh-oh. that. Well, I mean, this it, all I can say is exactly what you just said that they had said. We yeah, we're totally vaccinated. We've gotten both shots, and they they got them like a while back and they're just like yeah well we're still laying low we're not really we're not really trying to go out anywhere and it's like but i'll tell you why did you get the vaccine then sometimes i look through your windows and i'll go across the street <laughs> oh, and i'll look God. at your neighbor's windows they're not watching this show they're not <laughs> okay, okay yeah. thank you they're doing some other things oh, I, good. I've, I'm glad I've flown into the town a couple times and i've done the same thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> um all right but we got a couple minutes left so while we're talking about james videos Let's talk about what you saw at the border really quickly, because I think it really is important um, for the people. I, I, I'm so fascinated by the manila envelope yeah, that you saw at the airport. So can you tell everyone about that real quick? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, just to let everyone know, I, I spent what, maybe I spent seven days uh, at the border, South Texas, um, basically RGV, Rio Grande Valley. And um, one thing that we noticed, actually, when we got down there is the airports are filled with migrants that crossed into the United States illegally, straight up, and got, you know, went to their facilities and then got released. And when they get released, they go to wherever it is and they get these manila envelopes. They say, you know, I don't speak English. Help me figure out what flight I'm on. And I've had my Spanish speaking source figure out some details. I also have other street reporters and, and journalists that have gotten some information as well and they're be- being given uh, around $2,500. They're getting a free flight and they're pretty much going wherever. So you go down to McAllen, Texas, which I don't know when the last time you guys went down there was, but... Oh, every weekend. Every weekend, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you go down to McAllen, Texas, the international airport down there. Even Dallas, you can, you can if you go to the airport, you can see them and you'll mm-hmm. see illegal immigrants walking around with their uh, manila envelopes going to pretty much a city of their choice, wherever they want to go. And the Biden administration is obviously letting people out because they're, they're actually letting people out right now without a court date mm-hmm. because we're, our facilities, our detention facilities yeah. are so overwhelmed that they're just letting people out. 30,000 30, since January. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was bad enough that they were letting them out with a court date. That they were letting them into the country. Well, the court right? date's a joke. It's yeah. like it's like yeah, sure, like, but hey, I'm gonna come make sure back. you show up yeah. for that court date. Yeah. Wink, wink. Hundred percent, yeah. I'll be there. But yeah. now they're just doing it completely without. I mean, at this point, they're quite literally disrespecting people that actually had to sneak across the border. I swear. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's absurd. But yeah, so the Manila envelopes. You go down to the airport down there, and you can see. Uh, usually, your flight's going to be if you're going in the afternoon. Honestly, uh, probably about eighty percent is going to be illegal immigrants with. Uh, manila envelopes that are just it's they're their the it's, same. it's their welcome it's their it's their what do you call it party favor it's, yeah. their, it's their goodie bags it's their, their bag. you know they're they're being given those VIP they're, pass they're going Backstage. wherever they want in the united states it's yeah. incredible yeah. incredible well thank you for uh doing the work that uh brian stelter yeah. can't be bothered to get off of his fat butt and go do yeah all it's right. a shocking side down there for sure oh god all right and uh we you know what let's take a break and then when we come back i want you to tell everyone where they can find your videos cool. we'll be right back All right, James, uh, tell everyone where they can find your content. Because, guys, you got to go there because this is really important footage you're not going to find on the mainstream media, obviously. Yeah, for sure. So I do uh, YouTube content when it comes to street reporting and and street interviews. And that's going to be YouTube.com slash 
James Klug, K-L-U-G. And if you want to see... Klug. Klug. <laughs> and if you want to see uh, my, my reporting at the border, everything like that, real James Klug, K-L-U-G, on Twitter. So... Okay. Check it out there. Yeah, make sure that you go there. Um, all right, and then let's let's read a podcast review really quickly. Remember, go to wherever you find your audio podcast, subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters. Give us five stars. Obviously, we don't deserve anything less than five stars. In fact, I think there's a glitch that if you even try to hit yeah. less than five stars, it won't let you. That's facts. So you just need to, to hit the five stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, here's one from Che Chris Otomo. I don't know. Uh, my daily go-to <laughs> podcast. Absolutely love this podcast. From in-depth conversations to funny commentary, you can bet that the news and why it matters will make your day and keep you informed on what's going on in this crazy world. I love Sarah's sassiness. <laughs> Please. Sassiness, not me. And my all-time favorite guests are future Governor Chad Prather and Eric July. Can't wait to listen to more. I just love that everyone is using the future governor of Texas, Chad Prather. Torrid, I tell you. Oh, God. The smear yeah. campaigns. Ah. <laughs> That's we know great. the truth. That's great. Between, All right. between me and your husband. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> they can't get over that either. I know. Good. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.